pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. It has looked like yesterday. And look what they made Zimmerman look like. like. They made Zimmerman look like everything. Why wouldn't we take a shot on a guy like Kashner, especially as he's probably going to be like unowned in that cheap and we could pair him with the top guy and play whatever bats we want. You don't need to worry about it differentiating your stack too much because you've already got Kashner as your big differentiator. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. I, I saw you submit that name and like, and he's super, super cheap and it's not, you're not betting on the pitcher. You're betting, you know, against the hitters and that Toronto team has been, I mean, there's four or five or six really, really bad teams. And that Toronto team has looked, uh, is in that conversation along with the giants, along with the, the Marlins and along with, I guess, Arizona, there's similar teams. I mean, Baltimore, just some, it's the, clearly uh, the haves and the have nots this year, as far as I can tell, as far as lineups. And yeah, I mean, and, you know, even the worst pitcher in the world, Grant, the worst pitcher in the world facing the best hitter in the world, like more times than like the hit, he's going to get it out. He's going to get Trout to get out. That's just how that goes. And like, if you're coming from basketball, understand this is a game of failure. You're going to be wrong a lot. I'm going to be wrong a lot. It's just about, you know, when you're right, you want to be really, really right. So things kind of crack your way in tournaments. Uh, Grant, what about that uh, as far as Andrew Kashner? Because not somebody I consider, but like he definitely opens up the salary. You can have a good time. And in Toronto, you know, I think people are going to go back to Toronto to some degree because, you know, it's Andrew Kashner. Yeah, I mean, I think you have to go back to Toronto because they do have close to a five implied run total here. It is Andrew Kashner. It is in Toronto here. Like, all signs kind of point towards Toronto being a very good play. And uh, look at all their prices. They're all fairly cheap, considering what their run total is. So a lot of people are going to be on Toronto. And I am I will have some Toronto lineups. Bobby's kind of talking me on Kashner more and more. And remember, it was just, what, two years ago, where he was in real Cy Young form. Not according to his numbers, but of how things turned out. Kashner has an ability to somehow miraculously mow through guys for no apparent reason. Um but, yeah, so, I mean, Toronto is going to be a fairly chalky stack just because of the good pitching on the slate and because of their prices. But Kashner is absolutely viable because of his price tag. And yeah, you don't need a whole lot. If they're projected for five runs, assuming Kashner is going to be in for half the game, maybe slightly more, he's only going to give up probably two, more than three, half the time. So you don't really need a whole lot out of him. He can absolutely do it for you here. By the way, Bobby did mention uh, Bill Miller is the umpire there, best – uh, best pitchers umpire in all of baseball. And we're going to take a peek uh, in just a little bit in one of our segments coming up. We take a peek at our premium uh, content. going to show you guys what uh, some of the things you can do as far as the lineup HQ. Uh, not giving away all the premium. Of course, you have Cheese's article, which is worth the price alone. The, con- the consensus value rankings, expert rankings, uh, Cheese's musings like we just talked about. The lineup HQ we're going to show in a second. The plate IQ. Uh, you know, of course, you have crunch time. You have the, the premium podcast that comes out either the night before the morning of which i believe cheese is on as well too uh lots of stuff going on as far as premium here at rg basically every single day we're going to try to feature one thing just kind of show you all uh you know if you have if you're not a premium member maybe what you're missing out on kind of entice you tease you just a little bit uh Brett, you mentioned marco gonzalez did you consider uh if you're scraping the barrel i know marco seems to be your guy somebody who i consider in the same sort of conversation who's not particularly great probably worse but has a better matchup uh, Jason Vargas is he worth an SB2 dart? I mean, if you really want to, um, I don't <laughs> like you've seen the Marlins, right? They're, they're terrible too, yeah. But if I remember correctly, Vargas isn't really allowed that late into games a lot of the times. I know the Marlins are bad, I know it's a good pitcher's ballpark here, but I mean, Vargas compared to Gonzalez at close to the same price range, Gonzalez for two of the last three months of the season last year was one of the best pitchers in baseball. Um, just look at the numbers there. And the only reason he really got crushed there is I remember very vividly because they destroyed my heart and soul was once against the Astros where he gave up eight bombs or eight runs, just got bad up to hell. And then a few matchups over in Arlington when it was just crazy hot out there and there was no way around him, but he, he's a good ground ball pitcher. He's got a good carry. He hasn't done fantastic in two starts this year, but I'm really not too worried about it. Like, his price tag is just so cheap 
for what he can do and what he should do. And over in Seattle, it's not really great weather right now. Um, and I know it's a dome, but it's an open air type dome. So it's, it's not really great hitting weather there. It's going up against LA, which I mean, outside of trout, you don't have to worry about a whole lot there. Um, so yeah, I'm just, I love Gonzalez today. He's my favorite pitcher on the entire slate when you're incorporating price. I want to just board to crack that lineup. He's still, he's so terrible versus lefties, but uh, it's eight righties and uh, Cole Calhoun, Calhoun jumping, to the, uh, jumping back to the six hole. Zach Cozart leading off. It's, and it's basically just Mike Trout and a bunch of dudes. The rest of that lineup is not particularly good. Obviously, Yabapuro is just kind of a name brand these days. He's still going to hold one, but not the same dude he used to be. Uh, you have a take here on that, Bobby? Any interest in Vargas? You talked about Caster. You're willing to scrape the barrel. I guess I guess I can't talk to you in the Vargas. I understand it, um, but I just think that I would rather go down to Kashner or I would rather go up to the 7K-ish guys. Um, and look, I know the Kashner play seems – it is. It's I like the Blue Jays' bats too. Like, don't get me wrong, like, especially less of a stack. Like, this team, I'm a little worried about stacking them in general because they don't really aren't really a very patient team. And it's another reason I like Kashner too. But they do have some power upside, so I, I think that I'm going to go for it, like, a little bit. But, like, I did want to mention that we didn't talk about Kyle Freeland and – I feel like this guy like doesn't get any credit and never is owned as a pitcher and generally puts up good rather than great games, but you know, look, take him out of course field still had, what did he have the sixth or seventh best ERA in baseball last year? <laughs> like this guy is a good pitcher and he pitches in cores and he's pitching out of cores in Tampa against the Tampa Bay Rays team that I think is better than most people think, but it's not an offense that you should just completely not pitch anyone against at 7,900. He's going to be completely unowned and on, on BK uh, fantasy draft similar. I, I just think that he's a interesting but look, we talk about a lot of guys to take shots on, so it's just about prioritizing, and he's definitely one of the ones I will prioritize along with Cranky and that. It doesn't give a lot of homers, especially for a guy that plays in cores. Uh, you know, a uh, fair amount of ground balls. The problem there, of course, he doesn't really strike out enough guys, but, like, he should be fine. Like, I don't see him – I'm not looking to pick on him. That's kind of where you're at as well, Bobby. Yeah, but I think he's I think he's got a chance – I mean, he's got a chance at, like, a decent upside start here. Like, he's a, he's a really good real-life pitcher. Like, you should expect 20 to 30 in this matchup for him. So, Grant, you mentioned the Astros. Let's let's talk about the bats. Uh, is it good chalk or is it bad chalk? Uh, would you agree just off the top, uh, the Astros are the clear, like if you're tar- taking a team to target, forget about ownership and all that, forget about variance and all that. The team that you're expecting to score the most runs today, the Astros on the road, ballpark upgrade in Texas, despite the fact it's not in the 90s, it's, 90s, it's still a positive ballpark. We're facing Shelby Miller, not particularly good. Um, is it good chalk? Is it bad chalk? Is that where you're at? If like money wasn't a thing, if ownership wasn't a thing, the Astros today? Yeah, yeah, no, it's absolutely the Astros from just a raw points run. Like, look at the run total, what, 0.5 ahead of every other team on the entire slate, which is surprising considering the pitching on the slate. And the teams that are playing, um, they're getting a matchup against Shelly Miller, who really hasn't pitched much a long time. He's probably not going to be a great pitcher. Then they get the Rangers bullpen, which isn't fantastic. It's over in Arlington. It's 70 degrees there, which doesn't seem great, but I think that's the hottest on the entire slate right now, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it's by far the hottest on the entire slate. So it does make a little bit of a difference. The wind's blowing in, but not enough for it really to matter. Houston obviously has a whole bunch of varieties that can crush. There's Brantley in that right there in the middle, and they pretty much have viable players, one through eight. All the guys can crush. All the guys can hit a bomb. And I know that they didn't really show up last night, but they still had 12 base runners. They were still getting on base consistently, and that's going to turn into some runs sooner or later here. They're the de facto chalk, and I think it's fine. I'll still end up with a few stacks of them, but it, it, they, they, I have to imagine they're going to be way too highly owned, and then Toronto's going to be a little bit behind them just because of the price and the pitch. Yeah, I just don't think that's going to be the case for Houston. I don't see how they can be as – like they should be on this slate, highly owned when you look at the totals. But I, I do think people are going to pay up for at least one pitcher and not pay all the way down to, to guys that, like Kashner that I'm playing. So I don't know that they're going to pay all this, this prices for all these Astros. It's a big slate. I think you're going to talk – like you're talking in the 10 to 20% range, if at all, and that's only for like the top four guys, five guys maybe. Like if, if, it, if it even gets that high, probably 10 to 20%. Probably not anybody really high, like a lot higher than that. Yeah, I mean, you also can roster like a guy like Granky along with like a Barrios or something like that. We didn't didn't mention Barrios. He's Barrios. awesome. I love Barrios. Yeah. Uh, what, what's your thought as far as Barrios? I like Barrios. Um, but again, it's hard because there's a lot of pitchers to like on the slate. So 
It's really just about mixing and matching, which is probably why it feels gross to play Cashner. But at the same time, at that price, it's you know twenty fantasy points, and you, you know your lineup goes does does what you want them to, and you're looking good. So we basically knocked out all the pitchers you kind of like, but we can touch on them as we go along, and of course we'll talk about them more as uh, your, your questions pop up later. And we also have um, a segment coming up, which is our pivots, our stacks, and our and our dongs, home run predictions. Uh, and if you have any uh, tournament plays, Bobby, hold back right now. This is what we want to do here is just hit uh, your favorite plays. Money's not a thing. Uh, tw- you know, give me like one guy high, one guy low. Uh, ownership, don't worry about it. But your favorite play as far as catcher today, who is it? Oh, me first? Yeah. Sorry, I, thought, I didn't know what you were talking about. Uh, money not a thing is a is a little bit of an issue. Um, <laughs> is a little bit of... one high, one one low. Just kind of factor. You know, give me give me both perspectives. Okay, I think I like I, I like Chirinos. I'm playing a lot of the, the the Houston guys, and I think I'm differentiating enough other places where I'm fine. So, I like Chirinos. Um, I like Wilson Ramos. Um, that's probably the guy who I would say is is my my guy. Um, I think Zanino would be the the other one, even though I like Freeland and he does limit power. I, I guess those are the guys I'm looking at mostly. I, I don't really have anybody else. I'm just looking through my lineups. Um, in my lineups, that's it. Grant, it, it's pretty much Ramos up near the top, and then Omar uh, down near the bottom. He's just a little bit too cheap, assuming that he's in the lineup today. Uh, Seattle's lineup not out just yet, and it's funny we're just getting to Buster Posey versus a lefty these days because. Ugh, yeah, Buster Posey is kind of not the same dude. And we, we ignored, and I guess I ignored him, Hunji Rio, because, again, there's so many good pitchers. And, again, I think he's in the conversation of, like, Bobby, you're the Dodger guy. I'm assuming you think he's good. It's just a matter of how deep is he going to go. Of course, he's facing a terrible Giants lineup. Uh, from a K perspective, you want a couple dudes out of the lineup. Posey, you'd love to see him out of there because, while he's not great, he doesn't strike out much. And same deal with Joe Panic. Another guy just does not strike out. Um, Hunji Rio, where does he rank for you there, Bobby? Is he somebody that's in play for you? He's in, he would be in play if I was playing a bunch more lineups. I, I like him. I, I do worry about how much to let him go. I think that of all the Dodger pitchers, you'll see times where I, it, it'll be weird with him. You'll see him throw 80 pitches, and then you'll see him throw 100. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if that happens, but I just don't think this is the right slate to take that shot. There's no reason. And just to expand on Danino, I, I agree. I think, you know, 20, 25 home runs on the season, you can get yourself a cheap homer. Uh, otherwise, he's just going to strike out a ton. He strikes out over a third of the time. Of course, Freeland does not give him a ton of power, but uh, – you know, uh, for a tournament, for sure, he's in play for me. At first base, Grant, who jumps out for you? I mean, Smoke's price is pretty darn good there. Um, outside of him, and over on DK at least, McKinney, like it, like I said, there's a lot of Toronto guys that are a little bit too underpriced. Moreland gets a matchup versus Fires, has some power. Lefty versus righty and Fires can give up a bomb to a whole bunch of people there. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of them, I mean, I, I, a lot of it's going to be whoever I end up throwing in my stack. Like Dominic Smith is someone I find out find in my lineups a decent amount. Crone is someone I find out in my lineups a decent amount here. It's 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 mostly who I'm stacking. And if you don't want to do that, Bruce is a guy that I really really like. Um, obviously, you can play him in the outfield too, but. I, I, I'm just going to play a lot of Jay Bruce. Like, I'm playing a lot of Mariners. By the way, weren't they supposed to be rebuilding this year? Yeah, that's what I was told. But uh, it's, like well, a semi, it's, it's like a semi-rebuild, what they're doing. It's weird, though. They have this young upstart, Felix Hernandez, is starting for him. He's going to be good one of these days, I think. Uh, but like, speaking of Mike Fires. I hear that guy's going to be good, too. <laughs> uh, Santana's a fun roster, for sure. Mike Fires, since 2017, in over 300 innings, Giving up 1.75 homers per nine. So, for sure, you want to pick on him to yield some homers. Bobby, anything else to add as far as first, or you want to jump to the old key stuff position second base? I would say that I like the idea of take, trying to pick out home runs for fires against against him rather than I like stacking against him. So. Second base? Oh, wait, wait. Oh, first base. I'm sorry. I didn't say my guys. My, no, I have oh, three. I, I don't have any of the same people, basically. Um, it's just a, one of those days. I, I don't love first base. So, again, I agree about the stack part with Grant. Um, I have if you a, have a pivot now, hold back your pivot. Just so, just so, if it's somebody off the wall, just hold that back. Wait, are we just talking about a cash guy? Yeah, well, just like yeah, who you really, who you think? I mean, you're not thinking of any ownership. Just who you think is the best play, most likely to do something, and then later on, you can tell me like a, a pivot or two that you you're holding back on for tournaments. All right, I guess I guess I like smoke. Um, yeah, forty two hundred. That's probably like against your boy Cashner. I mean, look, I mean, I gotta say the best. He's not the best play. I can't just say you're it. You're talking out of both sides of your mouth, Bobby. 
No, I'm not at all. <laughs> There's many times in DFS where I think it makes sense to start a pitcher and then have a hedge stack. And I don't think it's because it's a hedge stack. It's because sometimes them both make sense. You can see the upside. David Price, a great example last night. That game goes a different way. He might have thrown a, like a perfect, like a, a great gem. He had nine Ks in five innings. But if it goes another way, you could say the Oakland stack would have just completely gone nuts. Like, so anyway there's times where both can make sense Think of it's never volatile it's always the same thing every single at bat most predictable sport out there uh bobby i you know dollar for dollar and just a really solid play the ballpark stinks but for whatever reason robbie cano just seems too cheap you're playing cash games of course you know you want to get the jose altuve he's just awesome but if you can't get all the way up there i think cano is a great play uh confirm the now you have somebody else you like in second cano is the best play at second without with price being an option um if you just took raw points it'd be altuve but otherwise i think cano is the simple easy answer by far far better play than anyone else in the position i would also say specific to fandle wilmer flores is really really cheap you want to save some salary he's 2.3 there uh historically he's hit lefties pretty well grant second base gunning that here no it's just cano and altuve okay yeah we're, i'm still trying to figure out like the timing of each segment so i'm trying i apologize if i'm speeding you guys up or whatever because i'm we're kind of, it's kind of a work in progress. Well, we're going to have plenty of time for questions, which is a good thing, Dean, because you always fudge that up. Well, I'm trying to speed it up. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. That's why I'm kind of pushing. I'm saying anything else to add? Anything else to add? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And I got to do the screen share, which I'm very excited about because I just don't want to blow it. But uh, all right. Oh, you're going to blow it. You're going to blow it real bad there, Dean. Well, there, uh, thanks for the vote of confidence. I appreciate that, friendo. Uh, shortstop, Grant, what do you have for me? Bregman. Bregman up there at the top is the very obvious guy. I mean, we can pretty much just say Houston guys pretty much all the way up and down um, and just roll with it. Outside of him, yeah. I don't – like, there's no one I really want to play. A lot of the guys that I would want to go with are going up against some tough pitchers. Otherwise, the pricing isn't really fantastic. To me, it, it, it's, it's – you find a way to pay up for Bregman if you possibly can. And if not, then I guess you can go down with a guy like Cozart leading off yeah, it's, it's you try and make Bregman work, but it's easy for me because I'm playing Gonzalez and Catherine, right? <laughs> yeah, you can, you can spend all the way up in the world. Uh, Correa is really, really cheap on Fandle, by the way. I just have that page up in front of me. He's way too cheap there, 3K. So uh, don't mind that at all. You know, I, I don't know if you're going to prioritize him in a, a, on Fantasy Draft or on DK, uh, you know, Bobby, as far as shortstops. Who's your favorite, like, dollar for dollar guy? Dollar for dollar, it's, uh, it's Zach Cozart. And I'm and I'm still waiting. I'm hoping he has that bounce back year that I'm hoping you know we, we see. But I, he's the he and uh, Andrelton. I understand that like Andrelton has actually been better against righties for power in the past, but they're so cheap. And like I like Gonzalez, but but you know like there's those guys are totally fine plays for for the price. Um, I think Corey Seager is a great tournament play, and then I think that Bregman and and, and Correa, as Grant mentioned, are the obvious plays you want to play. Hot corner, third base, Bobby. It's all yours. Third base is pretty easy. Same thing. Uh, Alex Bregman is the top play on the slate uh, at third base, but raw points. Um, I really like Jeff McNeil and Chris Price, and I really like Matt Chapman against Chris Sale. By the way, Yanny Diaz, have you guys seen this dude? He's absolutely ripped, and uh, I don't understand why he's never hit for power. He's 27 years old. The dude's got muscles on muscles. Uh, I was digging into his fangraphs page yesterday, and it was like uh, – Seven home runs, and then I think he, the most home runs ever hit in one season, like in a couple uh, organizations, you know, like double A, single A's. I think it's nine, but he's never hit double-digit homers. Uh, he's leading off today versus Kyle Freeland. He's never really also been anywhere that long, has he? Like to play every day, like he hasn't really had that opportunity. I think, you know, maybe that's part of it. But also, do you you know that the whole history of baseball, like they, their whole until like the seventies and eighties, they were really anti muscles. They didn't. Yeah. They, thought it, they thought that it destroyed your swing. So maybe there's something to it. <laughs> I mean, they were also anti, uh, what is it, arm length in basketball for a long time. You wanted to be the exact same. Oh, really? Right? That was I've, never, I've never heard that. That's not, that's one I've never Is this a chop back or is that yours making No, they, there was there that one that you, what, they wanted for a long time to have your arm length be the same as your height. That was. Giannis and Zedekupo to the bench. I've never heard that before. I've never heard that. Because they they said about Kareem when he was like in high school, they talked about how long his arms were. Like that's why it's a little. This is this is many many years ago. But his arms were actually. How old are you? Um, I I I wasn't around then. I've read books. I'm a well educated fellow. (laughs) Here at my domicile. Where you get those fancy words from? Uh, what what do you have for your third, Grant? Ah, gosh. Uh, Bregman, obviously Bregman. It's exactly what Bobby said. Bregman or McNeil or 
you're right, Diaz leading off at 3.4K, even going against Freeland. I mean, they still have a four-implied total. Freeland can get babbipped by Diaz. So, yeah, I mean, if you really want to save some ideas, but you pay for Bregman or you go with McNeil. Uh, he had a missile yesterday or earlier in the season, the, the, the dead center. So maybe, and like you said, yeah, he had some seasons where he had over 400, like 400 change as far as the bats in minor leagues. But sometimes it, it takes a while for the power to develop as well too. Maybe the muscles are new. I don't know about that. I, I don't have pictures of like four or five years ago. You don't have pictures of when he was 19 though? I don't. I mean, I imagine I can, the internet is probably new. I imagine. I know a guy. <laughs> I know a guy. I can slide in the DMs. So he'll make it work for me for sure. Uh, let's jump to the outfield, Grant. And so... Uh, we all know Mike Trout's a great play. How much are we prioritizing Mike Trout? I mean, not a whole lot. I don't think you really have to. This is one of the slates where he's going up against Marco Gonzalez. That's pretty decent at limiting home runs. So I don't think you really need to go with him. Going with a guy like Betts or a guy like JD, going up against a high home run guy is not the worst idea in the world. Paying up the top, I don't hate going with Soto. Obviously, Eflin's a bit worse versus lefties. We have Springer there batting leadoff going up against Miller. Like, Trout is the best player, but he's also the most expensive one right now. And so paying up at the top, you're just fine going with any of these other guys. Bobby, who are your favorite outfielders today? Um, I think this is the best Trout GVP day we've, we're going to get. Like, I don't care who the lefty is. It could be Chris Sale. It could be anybody. I'm playing my Trout against lefties. I like to play him against righties, too, but the guy's numbers against lefties are just laughable, um, laughably good. And you're going to get him at lower ownership because of the high-priced Astros along with the top-rated pitching today. So this is the perfect tournament time to just try and like I don't want to I don't like locking in hitters but I'm not going to lock him in but I do think he's going to be in most of my lineups just because this is the day when everyone's off of him I'll always take the best player in baseball and the best you know handed matchup um when I can when they're going to be low owned so let's just do that uh Alex Smith is a guy I don't mind assuming he leads off first Cahill flashes a little bit of power he's got plenty of speed obviously Domingo Santana another dude a potential jack-in-the-bag candidate as well uh looks like Seattle's most likely going to roster four dudes that are all outfield eligible uh, don't hate Brennan the Moat leading off there versus the Marlins. The ballpark's not particularly great, but uh, he's cheap enough and he's most likely locking the five ABs, assuming things go fairly well uh, for the Mets. Uh, any, I'm sorry, Grant, you talked about Trout. Did you talk about any other outfielders or uh, anybody else who out there? I mean, I talked about the top there. Yeah. If you're happy with that, but outside, like outside the top, Brantley's obviously in one of the best positions. We have the same exact, um, what's it called, Toronto guys that keep coming up again, Gritchick. Um, Billy and what, who am I forgetting? There's one other one. Uh, T. Oscar are all in great spots here. I like some of them. I like Conforto and Nemo or Nemo for the Mets. I'm a big fan of Jay Bruce, a former Met. And outside of that, I mean, you can go over to any of the other Astros. But yeah, I mean, there's guys riddled all the way up and down. But if you're going for uh, cash, Brantley's probably one of the top options. Cross your fingers, boys. We're going to do some screen sharing. Hopefully, this works. If not, uh, you, know, you know, it's a blame Dean, I guess, I suppose. It's probably on me. Uh, Devin, our fine producer, is going to make this work, though, I imagine. I'm By the of way, me- I figured out who, who, who believed in the, like, your arm length should be the same as your height. Who is this? Leonardo da Vinci. <laughs> he oh, coached basketball? That was not a basketball reference. That was just a normal human. No, but they bought into that early on, like, way, way, like, 50, 60, whatever years ago. A long time ago. 50 years ago, the Vinci's older than that. This is like hundreds of years ago. I'm not an I arts major, but Vinci like... came up with it in the late 1400s, but it was believed because no one ever did any research to figure out that, oh, it's actually better to have. Why would it? <laughs> Such a dead. <laughs> All right. Well, what was it again? Oh, yeah, because people, people believed the absolute right things starting in the early 1900s. Smoking is great for basketball, too. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was a thing for a while. Was it Naismith? Is that the guy who created basketball? I feel like that was the names, right? James Naismith? Does that sound correct? Sure. Yes. How did, why is this a question? Let's get back to the screen share. What are you well, talking about? We had to reel the show, and now all of a sudden we're losing well, time. Well, because I was right? waiting for you to get your screen share up. I was trying to save us time. I appreciate that. Uh, the people should be looking at our lineup HQ right now. Our lineup HQ is free, but some parts of it are premium. Uh, one of the parts I was going to show as far as we're on the pitchers right now, and here we'll show the umpire data, and it shows Bill Miller, Miller is an extreme pitcher's umpire at EP, EH extreme hitter's umpire, of course, when you want. And, you know, it, uh, it depends upon, and like, these aren't things that, you know, necessarily decide who I'm going to roster, who I'm not going to roster, but I would prefer to have the extreme pitcher's umpire when I roster dudes and the extreme hitter's umpire when I'm, uh, you know, rostering the hitters. We got the K prop in there as well, too. Of course, there's ownership. 
if I can swerve and find it here someplace. Oh, well, nonetheless, I can't find it right now, so screw it. Uh, we're going to go. Oh, you guys know Cheese is good, right? You're a Wera fan. You, got, you guys read his article, Million Dollar Musings? I've been listening to his music all day long. Guys, when you're setting lines, listen to Dave Potts on Spotify. You know, it's funny. I, I've never done the spot. I don't have Spotify, but I've done the, uh, the YouTube. What is wrong with you? He's on the YouTube, too. Like, that's free. Yeah. Uh, Cheese is good. Who will be on the, the crunch time following us. I assume his pictures will still be the same pictures in here as far as his core plays, which basically would be like his cash game pictures. He likes Max Scherzer and Blake Stell. They are both really good. Notorious. Y'all all they prefer him such things as the, uh, the grind down. He writes every single day. He likes Scherzer and Granky. We talked about the price on Granky being a tip, you know, a bit too cheap. Uh, Squirrel Patrol. You guys might not know his face, but you know, like his uh, logo at the top of the, uh, the, the winnings. That dude is really, really good at tournaments. He's got Scherzer, Sale, Verlander, and Snell. So apparently he is spending up today. And then you want to save some salary. We got one Stevie TPFL. And hey, what do you know it? He's got Eric Lauer and the aforementioned Marco Gonzalez mentioned there as far as his pitchers. Let's see. Do you guys agree with that? Any any uh, interest in Lauer, Bobby? I think Lauer's fine, but look, we got to we have so many guys that I think you can bet against this Arizona offense. Um, I, I'm I just prefer the other guys in the seven K range. Let's jump to the hitters real quick. Cheese as far as his four plays, he likes Michael Brantley. What do you know? An Astro there picking on Shelby Miller, a lefty as well. Cano, we talked about that price as being way too cheap, and Noto. If you throw him into the mix, Drury, we're assuming Drury's going to be leading off. He is leading off. He smoke. is leading off. Yeah, he's got all the Blue Jays once again. He's he's a glutton, man. Uh, Drury, Smoke Monster, McKinney, Springer, Altuve, Astros, and Blue Jays. And if you scroll down, there's some more names uh, into the mix as well. And as far as tournament play, World Patrol likes him some. Let's see. Oh, Mike Zanino. There you go. We talked about that as a catcher spot with some upside. Uh, it seems like he likes Tampa. He's got Bam, uh, Abasayel Garcia, and Zanino in there. So uh, several uh, Rays. Bobby, is that a team you considered today, Tampa? I considered it, and then I decided that was a – why is their run total as high as it is? Just above four. What should, what should it be? A pitcher who had a 2.7 ERA last year while pitching in Coors Field? How is that – like, I just well, that's don't – not sustainable. Like, that's I mean, it's – Whoa, 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 whoa. Why is that not sustainable? We don't know yet. Hundreds of years of baseball. Hundreds of years. Wait, wait, wait. Kyle Freeland is, is not like 36 years old. Like he's he's still young enough to this may be the pitcher that he is. He's been really good. He's got yeah, a, he's a very good pitcher, uh, but his, his outlying numbers didn't really match up with his ERA. Since uh, uh, the hard hard hit rate is is absolutely through the bottom. He's one of the best, like at, at the soft hit, the soft contact. Like I don't I just don't understand it personally, but maybe I look, I'm open to being wrong. I'll be happy to slide in the DS. I'll be over on 3-7 as far as an ERA. Since uh, 2017, a Sierra is 4-6. His ERA now is 3-3-5, so he's due for some uh, for some negative his Career ERA? Don't ever bring a career ERA with me, please. What? Was that his career ERA? That was since uh, the 17. Since 17, okay. Wait, yeah, wasn't it 2.76 last year? What did I get mixed up? Maybe I got it mixed up. That's multiple years. I, I got 17 and 18. Okay, okay. okay. Oh, 2019, okay. Bobby. <laughs> Well, yeah, but that's, I mean, I mean, yeah, what one was his first year starting as a pitcher and he still has a 3.35 ERA as a guy who pitches half of his game in Coors Field. That's pretty good. For, so it's just weird that they have a four run total on the road. That, I'm sorry. That's just my personal take. Uh, Stevie, as far as his chief plates, he's got Drury in there, McKinney in there, Namo leading off, Lewis Brinson. Ugh. I mean, he had a good spring, I suppose. Uh, and Cano is just too cheap as well. Uh, anything else of note? Well, there's, you know, ownership that's in here, totals that are in here again. Uh, there's lots of stuff to dig through. Some of the stuff is straight free. Some of the stuff is not. I don't know which is which because I know a guy just gives me everything. Uh, but, uh, you know, that's just one little piece of premium. Let's go ahead and close the screen share. How did that go, Grant? Did that go well? Hopefully it did. I wasn't looking because I didn't. Pretty good. I, I was just waiting to accidentally turn off your computer. <laughs> well, you would have taken over for sure. Uh, now let's talk about the segment number four. We got the stacks. Pivots and dongs. Uh, well, Grant, tell me you, the, the, some players that are just going to be super low owned that you're throwing a dart at uh, in tournaments and hopefully it works out for you. I mean, super low owned. I'm not really going horribly off the board. I like a few of the Minnesota guys. Rosario's in a good spot. I'm not sure how highly owned Soto's going to be because of all the other guys that are in good spot near the top there. I'm a big fan of the Mariners today. Um, yeah, those are like, uh, there's no one really horribly low owned that I'm trying to load up on just on his own 
Bobby, give me some pivots, any pivots you kind of held back that maybe they're, you're just kind of scrolling through, you see something, you know, lineups are still coming, coming through, anybody kind of jump out, maybe they expect the play, it's all of a sudden playing in a nice spot. And then give me uh, your stacks, give me your favorite stack as far as a chalk stack, and give me an off-the-board stack that maybe you haven't mentioned just yet. So I really like mini stacks, like these little, some of these little two-man stacks, like the Dodgers, uh, I like Kike, I like Seager, I, I like Turner. I, I would probably mix them up. I don't mind, by the way, forget the lefty-lefty thing. No one's going to play them. I, they're fine versus lefties, any Dodger lefty. Just put that in there, for, especially for power upside. Um, anyway, the other one um, the, the is against, I like the idea of picking one of Chapman, Pinder, or two of Chapman, Pinder, or Chris Davis and taking shots on the home run upside. Um, probably only put two in a lineup at once, but I like, the, I like, all the, I like those guys quite a bit. And I wouldn't even cross off the other Oakland bats in case, uh, in case Dale really does keep struggling. Uh, but I really like that. I mean, Houston's the top stack. They're my top stack. I don't think you can do it a lot of different ways. I have plenty of other pivots. So like I said, I'm playing them with some of these Oakland bats and the Dodger bats that I think are going to be a lower owned and Mike Trout, who's a little bit lower owned than usual because I can afford it. Cause that crazy, you know, making some crazy pitching shots. And then I, I really like the, the Mets as a cheaper stack, but I think the Mets are going to turn into chalk as much as the blue Jays. I think the blue Jays and Mets really? might have, I think so. I think the Mets and the Blue Jays, the Mets lefties and the Blue Jays overall, I think we're going to, are going to be right there, right there, if not ahead of the Astros. All right, Grant, see those uh, stacks, raise them. Where are you at as far as uh, pivots, some stacks that maybe we haven't talked about just yet? I mean, I guess if the Mets are going to be chalky, then they're my chalk stack. Um, I love There's not really chalk though. That's today. That's what I was saying. Well, but yeah. Houston's chalk. Everyone else is irrelevant. I don't think that they're as big a chalk as you do because people are going to pay up for pitching more than I think. 20% chalk is still pretty darn chalk. I, I think I, I would bet you they have like one or two players at 20% chalk. And even still, I don't think you can play four of those guys. You can't play four of them together. So You can with Andrew Kashner, who's clearly the chalk, according to JK. <laughs> JK, JK, exactly. JK. A little insight into my lineups right there. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of the Mets today. Uh, after them, it's probably the Mariners there. Um, followed by Minnesota. I think none of them will get the ownership they probably should. Everyone's worried about the ballpark in Kansas City, I'm sure, and over in Seattle. But uh, the ballparks are all trash everywhere today. Um, there's not really a great one outside of Toronto. And there's only, not what, nine games on the slate, eight games on the slate? Ten. Ten. The math, the math is tough. <laughs> Counting is tough. Um, yeah, those are the ones I'm going with. Uh, and then I already talked about it. I, I don't really have many exact pivots. It's just kind of stacking up those smaller own stacks instead of going with Toronto or Houston. Holster your dongs. I want three dongs. Uh, one guy that's uh, most expensive, one guy in the middle, one guy that's a cheap dude. I uh, did want to mention, uh, I wanted to show this when I was doing the screen share as far as the lineup HQ. But did you just say holster your dongs? I did, yeah. I thought we could move past that. <laughs> that didn't happen. That, was, that, that might have been some of the worst Tobias <laughs> phrasing I've ever heard. <laughs> that was so Tobias. Uh, yeah, so I wanted to, to focus to show the percentages owner, uh, owned as of right now. Of course, these are fluid. Uh, you know, they're always being tinkered with all the way up, all the way to lock to get them as precise as possible. But uh, as far as uh, pitchers, and again, I, I couldn't scroll in time, and I just wanted to jump off the screen, but Blake Snell, as of right now, is our most popular. This is DK ownership specific, what it's worth. Uh, 30%, ranking 24%, just means he's cheap enough. Sale at 20%, uh, despite the fact he wasn't particularly particularly good in his first outing. Uh, he's cheap enough where the people are enticed, and Scherzer also at 20%. Then Barrios at 16. I'm kind of working my way down. Uh, Marco Gonzalez at 9. We didn't mention Stroman. He's fine. Great matchup, but they did bump his price up to a spot where, you know, you don't feel great about it, but he should be okay. Uh, Andrew Caster, 3%, Bobby. It's just you. You're, you're the only guy. Get, get, you have them all to yourself. Enjoy. Let's go. Let's go. That's what I want to hear. Okay. Now, unholster your dongs. Grant, fire away. What do you have for me? And you really had to say fire away afterwards. Gosh. <laughs> unholster your dong and fire away. Oh, God. Uh, top tier, Nelson Cruz. Middle-ish tier, Edwin Encarnacion. Sure. Uh, bottom tier. I mean, what? What? it's been a long time. What class I mean, come on. You can kind of gauge it. You know, Apparently, Dominic they have Smith. to have been a Mariner within the last year. According <laughs> to Dominic Smith. Uh, Bobby, see him and raise him. Uh, high end, Mike Trout. Uh, Mid-tier, uh, Teoscar Hernandez. And bottom tier, I'm going to say, or lo lower tier, 
I'm gonna say Chapman if that counts. Is he, if he's, I think he's low enough. Eh, well, not really, but whatever. We'll move on. Wait, 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 wait. Thirty-eight hundred is not low enough. Thirty-eight hundred's low. Oh, okay, okay, fair, okay, fair enough. Jo- the judges. Who do, you below, who do you have hitting home runs below thirty-eight hundred today? The judges, the way you're, they're gonna accept it. That's okay. We're good. I mean, you gotta realize that DK's kind of ro- risen a lot of the prices on the like lower tier. Yeah, there's no cheap guys. It's really weird. Now, they, yeah. the, some of the top guys are kind of pushed down a little bit. It's, it's sort of compressed. Is that what you guys notice of pricing early in the season? Yes. Yeah. Um, any interest in Bryce Harper, by the way, as a revenge song? I mean, that, the one thing Scherzer's vulnerable to is lucky power. Any, anybody? Any takers? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I like I like Harper and, and I like Trout because they're going to be lower on than usual tonight. So just I take- think Reese has more home runs than Harper today. Well, I mean, that's <laughs> – you say, like, one guy's going to have four and one's going to have two. Which is I mean, Reese will have one, Harper will have none. Fair enough. Uh, question in the chat. First one I see is, uh, can we get Grant to chug a beer on air? And I just want to tell a story. We were, uh, me and Grant, we're friends, so we were hanging out. And uh, he suckered some dude into, like, a contest. They got even know he was partaking in it. It was not cool. Grant's like, hey, do you want a beer? He goes, like, okay. He's like, Grant, do you want to chug a beer? He's like, I guess. Grant's like, okay, now we're in a competition. Just so you know, I'm gonna call. No, I said, just so you know, you're gonna lose terribly. He didn't even know he was playing, though. He was he was in a contest. He didn't know existed. And then you shamed him, and then he left immediately. It was not cool. You're a yeah. mean person. Yeah, apparently I'm a dick. <laughs> it was impressive for what it's worth. All right, let's knock out some questions here in chat. Bobby Kepler in tournaments. Who? Uh, Kepler Max. Oh yeah, that makes sense in tournaments. I actually think Minnesota will be under on yeah. Uh, Grant, the top starting pitchers not named Max, Verlander, or Barrios? Snell. But my favorite pitcher is Marco. Uh, Seattle Stack, who likes it more? Me. Okay, sell me on it. You like it? Yes, I like it a lot. It's going up against Cahill. It's going to be moderately low-owned. It's not great weather, but there's no good weather anywhere else. It's got a 4.4 implied tone. The Mariners are the top team in baseball. And there's got a decent amount of power all the way up and down. And there's a lot of different ways you can vary it, which will keep ownership off the bottom. How do you stack it? Uh, because it's all outfielders from the top. Well, what's your approach here? I mean, you don't need just the top, Dean. You can be a little bit contrarian. I know that's I'm not... I'm asking. That's why. I'm, it's an open-ended question. I mean, you have one of the ch- best cheap, like one of the cheapest catchers there. So you can throw Omar in, assuming he's in the lineup. I don't hate Healy throwing him in, in your third base slot. And then Encarnacion in the first, Bruce. I mean... Going to four through eight is not a bad stack for them. Uh, okay, Bobby, here's a twofer for you. Stroman and Granke versus Barrios and Marco Gonzalez. Now this is cash. Barrios and Marco Gonzalez versus Stroman and Granke. I think for cash, it'd be Stroman and Granke. Grant, what uh, do you think on that one? Yeah. All right, uh, they're asking about these three guys if they're good. By the way, I do want to add Dan- Danny Jansen, or whatever the guy's name is, Jansen, is now probably the as good, of, if not the best uh, catcher play on the board. He's not batting eighth. He's batting fifth today, so I just want to throw that out there. Wait, he just got moved up? He's batting fifth. He batted first the day before yesterday. He batted eighth yesterday, and now he's batting fifth. Yeah, he's got the, those musical chairs working for him. Uh, Dodgers outfielder, Bobby, uh, take off your homer hat. What do you think of Kiki? I assume he's hitting off of Pollock and Turner. He crushes, uh, he crushes him some mad bum, so I like him. Um, I like him. I, I think Kiki's a good play. Um, he's a pivot off of Kanoa you can, if you want to use a second base spot. don't love using an outfield spot on him in general, but, I mean, his price is low enough, and it definitely makes enough sense today. That was a subtle team BBP reference. That was going on. I know he does have a nice history against him for whatever reason. It's not a huge sample, I don't think, but he does like three or four armors. Yeah, yeah, and and also like I mean, I just the Dodger righties have been pretty good against uh, have been pretty good against Mad Bum in the past. He's also gotten us a couple times. I don't think he's quite as good, but I still think don't think he's quite as bad. I like picking out a couple Dodger bats for homers, and Kiki's one of them. Uh, what do you think of Barrios, Grant? He's all right. I'd rather go with Snell. All right, so let me ask you this: Cash games, Grant, Barrios and Snell, or Scherzer and Marco Gonzalez? Scherzer and Marco. I'm not, but let me preface that with I'm probably alone there. Um, Washington. What do we think of the Washington stack, Bobby? They're asking about uh, Soto, Turner, Matt Adams drew the start today, Ryan Zimmerman on the bench, and possibly Robles. Is Robles still batting ninth? Yeah, man, get this guy out of the nine hole. He's legit, like, really good. Uh, I guess we don't want to put too much pressure on him, but that's kind of frustrating. Bobby, your take as far as the Washington stack? Um. So I like Washington as a, a stack. I just don't, I, myself, I'm not 
the way my builds have gone, I'm not really playing. I'm playing them more as one-offs. Uh, Matt Adams, Soto are my favorites um, from the Washington side of the ball. They're asking about the Boston stack, and I feel like we haven't got a lot of questions on Boston. Uh, like are Betts, J.D. Martinez, like Devers, Bogarts, Benintendi, all these guys are going to be kind of lost, right, Grant? I mean, I don't think so. They're going up against Fires. I don't know if the people are going to be stacking them up as much because Fire just has a propensity to not give up a huge amount of runs but give up bombs fairly often. So I think a lot of people are going to be giving getting more bets and J.D. as one-offs. What do you prefer? Which do I prefer of the two? Um, probably J.D. Bobby, your take as far as the Sox? Um, wait, say that one more time. Oh, I'm not, I, I'm not prioritizing them tonight. It totally, like, you can never, you can always say that they're in play and they are. Um, I'm just not prioritizing them tonight at all. So, uh, I, I don't mind any of the bats as one off, but I'm not going to be looking at the stack. They were asking in chat about Jason Vargas, and then somebody said, like, Dean mentioned them and they laughed. <laughs> Look, I don't think Jason Vargas is good. I just, I think he can just kind of, like, you know, get like five to six innings fairly clean against the Marlins and strike out four or five or so. Just because the ballpark's great and the Marlins lineup is particularly terrible. Um, but like it's in the conversation with Marco Gonzalez and whatever. Uh, you don't feel great about it. You kind of, you cross your fingers, you hope you can get to 15 or so or something like that. And hopefully the bats you pay up for make up the difference and, and then some. Uh, more questions in chat. Bobby, you like Ryu? Um, I don't, I just feel like the upside is a little bit limited. I think he's, he's a good play and there's, it's not even that it's limited. I'm just worried about Roberts. On this slate, I feel like it's the wrong slate for him. I really like him. I think that he, he might crush here. I just I, I like the other guys around him better. Bob, they want to know, I'm going to ask you, because you're the guy who was touting Caster. Is there any, what are the chances he gets a quality start? I mean, it's hard to say with this Blue Jays offense, the way they've been, that you'd say 100% chance. He's probably <laughs> he's either going to get blown up or have a no-hitter through six. That's the only yeah. option for Trump. But, he, but the thing is, I don't know about the blow-up part as much because there's not a patient team. Like, and he, his walks are his problem. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, I'm not saying it's a lock play. I'm just saying this is a way to get off the chalk and if you want to still play some of the chalkier bats. Grant, can you, uh, can you rank your top three outfielders in terms of raw points today? Well, it's got to be Trout. I don't, I don't know if it really Rob is Trout. I mean, it, Rob, I mean, Trout's probably there, probably number one. Trout followed by JD would be my guess, and then probably Springer. Yeah, we haven't really talked about Springer, but he was one of the guys bouncing around my head along with Betts as well. Uh, Bobby, do you have anything that, you know, kind of pivots off that? Wait, say that. Say one more time. I'm, I'm sorry. Raw points, your favorite three outfielders tonight. Oh, raw points. Uh, Trout. Um, oh, just raw points. Trout. Uh, I mean, Trout, JD, and Betts is who I would still pick as my. Yeah. Guys. I guess I would say. I mean, Trout. My favorite. Trout, Springer, and uh, Conforto are probably my guys. Why? Why Conforto over Nemo? I like I like Nemo a little bit, but I think Conforto still has a chance to be a great player. And I'm hoping this is his, really a full-on breakout season for him. So I just think he's a – I like his upside overall as a, as a real-life hitter. I think he has more power than Nimmo in real life. Um, that's just what I'm betting on. And it's early in the season. We'll see what happens. But I do think Conforto is going to have a breakout year. They're asking if Luke Roy could be a good tournament play. And that dude just has, like, no pop in his bat anymore. Like, he, he, he needs, a, he needs like, two or three guys on and like hit the ball in the gap or something like that. I suppose it's possible that could happen, but – I don't see a lot of upside on the Luke Roy. What's your take there, Grant? I'd rather go with Omar on the other side. But if you really need – if Omar's not in the lineup, then you can go with LaCroix if you just need some extra guys. I mean, he's he's batting on the road. He's batting fifth, so he probably gets an extra at-bat in there. It can happen. What's going on there? One of those guys is DHing uh, because they're running out two catchers. Boer isn't playing. For what it's worth, Boer might replace one of these dudes. Kevin, Kevin Smith – uh, and, and Jonathan Lucroy are both playing for the Angels. That's how bad they are as far as depth. That's one. I assume I mean, that's one of their. Kevin teams, Smith right? doesn't really like. He puts the ball in play a lot. He doesn't strike out a whole lot. I don't know if Marco Gonzalez is the right time to throw him in, but there are certain spots where it's not the worst idea in the world to throw him in. Unless Pujols is like uh, DHing and one of those guys are playing first. I wonder what they're doing there as far as the Angels. Uh, yeah. Puos, because I saw a note that last night that Puos would probably play first with Boer struggling. He's like one for 18 coming out of the gate in the season. Of course, he's terrible versus lefty, so this seems like a good spot for the rest. And nonetheless, uh, just kind of keep an eye on that. Just be wary, whichever one of those guys is DHing, might get the hook for Boer at some point later in the game. 
Um, let's see. Richick is not in the lineup today. It's definitely somebody who was on. They're asking about a weather update as far as Washington. Now, Roth does have a free article. I'm not sure if that was updated. He usually updates it around this time or maybe a half hour ago or so. And, of course, the most up-to-date weather update you're going to get is from Roth directly himself on crunch time. Takes you guys all up the lock. Uh, of course, he has his Twitter feed as well, too. You should follow uh, once he gets off crunch time and games are already, you know, starting or in progress or if it's on the West Coast, we'll keep an eye on those as well, too, for you guys. Uh, Wilmer Flores, Bobby, is he going to hit two bombs or just one? He's just going to hit one. <laughs> I'm not playing Wilmer Flores very much, just to be honest, but on FanDuel, I think he's a good play. Uh, ben Intendi or Springer? Uh, Springer. Grant, do you have a preference amongst those two? It's Springer. It's definitely Springer. Uh, Jason Vargas, SB2, cash game play. I think you can do it. I, I, I think it's either Hammer Marco. I think it's either Hammer Marco Gonzalez. Like, it, you know, as far as you're going to uh, – that's assuming let's, – Let's make a beer chugging bet. I bet that Marco Gonzalez outscores Vargas by eight points. Oh, can I chug water instead? No, no. Fish, fish do dirty things in that. No, I don't want to. I don't want to chug a beer. Why do you always want to get me to chug a beer? Like, what do you get out of that? What kind of place? I may. I do that with my friends. Isn't that right, Bobby? Yeah, well, that's what he does with his friends, Dean. Well, you peer pressure your friends too. Yes, that's what my mom taught me. Always peer pressure your friends. <laughs> they'll, they'll be cool that way. Yeah, that was an easy one. <laughs> Man, I kind of, I kind of set myself up for that one. Uh, who was your favorite Ninja Turtle? Leonardo, Donatello. Uh, who's your favorite there, Grant? Oh, gosh, I think it was. It was Donatello was purple, right? How was that Leonardo? He was the guy we talked about earlier on the show. Who's one that no, Leonardo da Vinci was happened to be a guy that was back in the day and did a lot of important things and was completely wrong about arm length and how important it is. You understand that the Ninja Turtles were named after famous artists, right? Yeah. I was named after a drunk general. Doesn't mean that I'm a drunk general. I'm just a drunk. General Grant. Grant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, last name Grant. Okay. Yeah. I, was, I was waiting for his last name. <laughs> Who was buried in Grant's tomb? No, I'm kidding. He was a president. <laughs> He's on some money, too, I believe. Uh, yeah. First Grant. thing I did when I won a bunch of money is I went to the bank and got like $5,000 in $50 bills and only paid using those for like the next month. It was so douchey. But nobody knew what you were even doing. Like, nobody even got the joke or whatever that I, was. I kept saying, I'm like, I only use money with my name on it. And I want to do the Breaking Bad thing, but I, I think you need more money than that. But it's a whole other conversation. Uh, so, uh, Bobby, your boy, Bellinger, what do you like? You like him tonight? Um, I like all the Dodgers as one-offs for power. I think Bellinger is probably number five for me. I like Pollock better. I like Kiki better. Um, I like Seeker better. And Grant, pick, the, pick, pick your favorite two for here. Nelly Cruz, the boobstick, with Michael Brantley, or Bregman and Rosario? I'm going with the first one. Yeah, boobstick's a great nickname. Uh, Fandle Cash specific, Bobby. Conforto and McKinney versus Namo and Rowdy Rowdy Talese. Conforto, McKinney. I'll go Conforto, McKinney. Sorry, no, I'm, I'm just thinking. I'm not, I don't want like to give just a quick answer. No, I'm just catching up to the chat. They're all making fun of me for wanting to drink water. How dare you? You're a whip. <laughs> no, not masculine. Uh, so, Cash, Altuve, or Cano? Uh, I think we should be specific on this one. This is Fandle they're asking about. If money's not an issue, I think Altuve is a better play. Uh, Cano's is the better play on DK and Fantasy Draft just because uh, the difference in price. But you don't get that same price break on Fandle as far as I know. Confirm or deny, Bobby? Confirm. Uh, let's see. More questions here going down in chat. We're going to step aside in like a minute or two just so we know. Uh, oh, this Quick is basketball a, question? Nobody's got a basketball Nobody question? asked about basketball. Uh, was not, there was, I wasn't like picking and choosing. Uh, just nobody asked about basketball. Can, give me 30 seconds about uh, basketball. Have you have a thought? Is there something you want to share? Um, it's, it's a really interesting, very, for a four-game slate, it's interesting because we have a lot of different ways to go, and you're going to have completely unknown guys even on a four-game slate. So uh, what I would say is I'm leaning more towards the guys in the Houston-Sacramento game than I am the Denver-Golden State game. Yeah, the thing with the Denver-Golden State game is that's a battle for the one spot. So, like, it's not a great, you know, DFS game as far as matchups and all that, but you at least have the most predictable rotations for what it's worth. That's worth something. No, and there's, it's worth something. But the one thing about the other games is that you're going to have an incredible amount of concentrated ownership on the Hawks. 
um, <laughs> I just think that, that there's a lot of ways that could go. So maybe uh-huh. the guy in the Cowhawks who other people don't play because they're, they have a nine man rotation. Um, so maybe lead more towards Deontay Davis and, uh, Justin Anderson, Justin Anderson just put up 50. And for some reason, Baysmore is probably going to be like three times the ownership of him. Justin Anderson's the better play. Just Alex Lynn's going to be very, very popular. Yeah. Uh, Greg, Greg, give me your final thought on anything. Give us some more fun facts or chop facts. Uh, fun fact, I'm taller than Dean. <laughs> Bobby, you see that and raise it before we get out of here? Fun fact, I am also taller than Dean. Oh, oh double Dean Raz. <laughs> I have more, fun fact. I have more girth than Bob, girth than Bobby. Bobby yeah. Jenks girth is what I'm talking about. All right, we got to step aside. Fun fact: I also have more girth than Bobby. <laughs> These are not fun facts. Fact, Devin's gonna yell at my ear if we don't get out of here like in three seconds or so. Uh, he's Grant. He's Bobby. Stay tuned. Again, two crunch times tonight. Uh, six. Uh, no, well, at least six fifteen is the baseball crunch time as far as the East Coast time. Thank you guys all have to lock seven fifteen basketball crunch time with Andy. And, and uh, working double duty tonight is Roth. Again, that's Grant. That's Bobby. Hopefully, I'm pointing in the right direction. I'm definitely Dean. That's the show. Hope you all enjoyed it. We're out of here. Holler. See you, kids. Holler. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. Capital One presents a 30-second audio tour of Ireland. Sheep, fairies, golf, charming castle, charming castle, charming castle, charming castle, charming castle. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You know you can actually go there when you use the Capital One Venture Card. You earn unlimited double miles on every dollar you spend on every purchase, which means you'll have plenty of miles to actually travel to Ireland. The Capital One Venture Card. What's in your wallet? Capital One Bank USA N.A. 